Instead of over the river and through the woods, we're going down the hall and up the stairs. <laughs> Amen. You got your Bible this morning? Put your hand on your Bible. Whatever you do, we're going to make a confession. We're going we're gonna to set our life in alignment with God. Because what you, you will not do, you will not commit to anything you're unwilling to say. That is a law. That's a spiritual law. Praise God. So say, this is my Bible. God's now word to me. I absolutely believe everything it says. No matter what the devil says. No matter what people say. No matter what my circumstances say. I am a born-again believer. I am an anointed receiver. I lay hold of everything that God has for me today. I access the best of heaven. It changes my future, and everything is turning out amazing. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything is turning out amazing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, let's do something in the Word this morning. Amen. There's a river in this room right now. And the Lord, he, he appropriated it for us this morning. He's not waiting on a this or a that. Well, when y'all get to this size or when this happens or when, you know, all the stars align, you and I showed up today and there's a river flowing in this place today and, and right now. And there's things that you need. There's questions you're asking about this New Year's. There's situations that are still standing in front of you, wagging their tongue at you, saying, I'm going to win. And you just need to have something in your arsenal to say, you aren't, not only are you not going to win, I'm going to show how Jesus is going to win here. And you, but you got to have like, well, but how's that going to happen? The Lord wants to show you. He wants to talk to you. And so we, we sanctify, we set apart this time right now of the Word. It's not just a preacher up there yelling and screaming and carrying on. This is a window of time, a window of life where God wants to start talking to you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start speaking in my voice, and you're going to start hearing with your ears. But in that time, He's going to start talking to you down here. He's going to give you specific answers to specific situations. He's going to answer your faith. Say, my faith. He's going to answer your faith. Are you in faith about anything? That's what he's talking to you about. If you're not in faith about anything, well, whatever, however. But if you're in faith about something, anything that you're saying, Lord, I know this is what's supposed to be, and I know your word says this, he's going to start talking to you about that every time we open his word. We are a word and spirit church. There is a river in this place, and the Lord, he says, my sheep hear my voice. He wants to talk to you about your situation. He wants to talk to you about getting over there. Y'all want to get over there? Every, every time you get over there, then you see another get over there, and you go, well, I know I said I'd get here, it'd be okay, but now I see something. Mark Hankin says that if you could see what was behind the mountain, you would speak to the mountain every time. So we're going to start talking to the mountain, amen? Turn in your Bible, if you would, with me. Let's go to the Word in, uh, where could we go? We could go to, let's go to 1 John chapter 3. 1 John chapter 3. Now, you know, and we, we all know that John 10.10 10 is who we are. Jesus said, the thief, the thief cometh not. Why? But for to steal, to kill, 
and to destroy. And then right there after that period, he said, and I am come. Lord Jesus, why are you come? What are you come? Did you come to forgive us of our sin? That's not what he came for. He didn't come to forgive us of our sin. Listen, he said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it to the full. Now, you can't have life without forgiveness of sin. So in the process or in the, in the, in the working of the life, you've got to get your sin forgiven. But he didn't come just to forgive you every sin. Okay, well, that's it. He forgave me of my sin. I'm going to heaven. It's over. We're missing it there. He said, I have come that you might have life. The word life there is the word zoe. It's the life as God lives it. He said, I've come. Well, he came. But see, you and I are still receiving that life because we're in a cursed world. So he said, I've come that they might have life and have it to the full, have it to the overflow, have it till it runs all over everything. He said of Abraham, he said, I'm going to bless you so you can be a blessing. And Jesus said, I'm going to bless you so you can be a blessing. Amen. So, so I am, you are, we are created and destined to be a blessing. We are awesome on the inside. We, we, we are, you know, we're just, we're a collection of chemicals on the outside. Isn't it amazing what a little pill can do? A little pound, you know, here I am, I'm, I weigh over 100 pounds now. I didn't know if y'all knew, but I weigh over 100 pounds now. Actually, weigh over 150 pounds, and that's all you're getting out of me. But you can take a little pill that, that just, uh, and it'll change your life. It, it's amazing what chemicals will do. And here we are, everything we are is just a chemical factory on the outside. But what God did on the inside is way beyond dirt, way beyond this world. That's who we are. And when this body falls off, when we leave it in the dust and rapture out, y'all are going to rapture out with me, aren't you? Hallelujah. I'm going. Y'all go with me. Hallelujah. Well, then we, we're going to get a new one. That's right. So hallelujah. The troubles and all that stuff is, it's over. But right now we're taking authority over it. But we're created. We're destined to be much more than just dirt bodies in this world and just, you know, striving and carrying on and struggling and competing and trying to get ahead and, you know, trying to, to touch all the bases. It's so much more than that. And so you got to come to church. you got to get in your Bible. you got to talk to folks of like precious faith and get your thinking straight. Amen. Wake up. You've been thinking wrong, son. You've been, you've been thinking about stuff that doesn't matter and not thinking about stuff that does matter. Do you all know what I'm talking about? we got to come and get under the counsel of the Lord because you may not agree with God. You may not like how God does it, but the truth is that's how it is, and it won't be different than that. So you just will change <laughs> and get in line with him. Hallelujah, because he's right and we're not. Amen. Galatians 3.26, just stay where you are. I'm going to read this to you. The Bible says, Ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, we have some marvelous DNA on the inside. We are all children. What did it say? Children of God. Say, I am a child of Almighty God. Now, you can't get your head around that. You've got to go there by faith. You've got to get that inside, and you'll have to meditate it over and over because your head will say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I get that. But you'll go out and act like 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 the devil's kid, like some unworthy thing, like some whoop thing. 
You got to put it in all the time. I am a son of God. I am birthed by Almighty God. Yeah, I'm been, I've been refathered from above. I am not what it looks like. I am not what I did. I am who he made me. And I'm telling you, the day and the hour that you acknowledge that, you get in agreement with that, you start acting on that, then Jesus saying, I have come that they might have light, starts to be activated in your, in your being. Just because he did it doesn't mean you can turn the switch on. There is power in all the switches in these rooms, but you have to turn the switch to have the benefit of the power. But it's wired. It's on. We paid Alabama Power. and They met payroll last month after we sent the check-in. Hallelujah. <laughs> so it's on, but you've got to know. You've got to turn the switch. Am I right? Amen. Amen. So it says in 1 John chapter 3, let's look in verse 1. Now, we're, we're just talking about who we are. Who am I, Lord? Am I no, am I no sinner saved by grace? <laughs> that is so far from who you are. Well, you know, I mess up. Yeah, you do. I do. We fail. We, we, we don't get it right. But it has nothing to do with what he did. It says in verse 1, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. We'll read that again. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. When? Right now. Well, when I do better? No, right now. Well, when I get this little mess straightened up, when I get control, when I get this addiction out of my life, when I start thinking right? No, right now. Now I am the son of God. Aren't we? Right now. And it says, beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Hallelujah. Uh, the curtain's going to be pulled back, and everyone's going to see it. It'll be evident. It'll be obvious. It'll be, it'll be real. But until then, you have to put it on by faith. You have to just believe. It says, I'm the son of God. Therefore, I am the Son of God. It doesn't appear. It doesn't look like it. I know I don't always act like it. I know it doesn't always line up, but he said I was. I'm going to go with him. Amen. Look right there in chapter, uh, chapter 4, verse 16. We're talking about who we are, our DNA, our royal background, who we were birthed out of. We're not just a worm. We're not just struggling. We're not just failures trying to do better. We're not just being sanctified because, you know, God can, he can do something. Verse 16 says in verse four, chapter 4, And we know, and we know, we have known and believed the love of God that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And look at this. And God in him. Is God in you this morning? Yes. Full, full blown. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Now, here it is. Let's read it together. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Now, let's put it in first person. 
put, put you in there. Because as he is, so am I in this world. When? Right now. Well, when, when Jesus comes, when I die and go to heaven. No, right now. As he is, as he is. Who's he? Jesus. As he is, so am I where? In this world. When? Right now, in this world, as Jesus is, so am I. You can't get your head around that. You have to work on that all the time. You'll have to put that in and put that in, and you'll say, okay, I got it. And then it'll spit it out and say, oh, I'm just a worm. Oh, it's not working. God doesn't love me. I failed. It's not working. So you'll have to put it in. You'll have to put it in. You'll have to put it in every day because there's something trying to kick it out. Kick it out. You ever been trying to get out of a hospital parking lot and they want you to put a dollar bill in their machine to get out and there's 17 cars behind you and they're all looking at you and your dollar doesn't have Washington on it. It's got, it's got, it's got somebody else on it or something, surely. And you put it in there. And you put it in there. You turn it over. You turn it around. They're all back there. This happened to me the other day. I could have cursed the machine. I could have ran over the thing, but I prayed. I said, God, I am the, I am the son of God. Let my dollar work. It finally went in, and then it wanted another one. The point is, what was the point? There was no point. Hallelujah. Kicking it out. It's kicking it out. Sometimes you've got to just pray and say, God, let, help me get this. I am the son of God right now, and as Jesus operated, functioned, lived, worked in the earth, so you have made it for me right now. But he was the son of God. I'm the son of God, y'all. Begotten from above, refathered from above. Yeah, you don't look like much. Well, you ought to see me on the inside. I'm much better on the inside. Tall, dark, and handsome on the inside. Hallelujah, so to speak. Well, who are we? We are what the Word says, and we're not any different. Don't lie against the Word and say, well, I'm just a sorry old little thing, and I'll do better. You'll never do better. You'll never do better until you acknowledge who He's made you. And you'll start putting Him on and start acknowledging who you are. You'll start having what He says you have and start doing what He says you'll do. But not as a worm, not as an old sinner. You have to say it. You have to believe it. Then you have to go to where he says you're rich, and then you have to go to where he says you're already healed. But you have to first say, I am a son of God in him. Amen? Now, it says in Genesis chapter 26, I don't know if y'all want to turn that or not, but it, we're talking about this life. And one word that sums it up, that Jesus, as he is, so are we in this world, is that he lived a life of excellence. Say it with me. A life of excellence. Come on, let's say it. A life of excellence. You know, the church has had a hard time with excellence. Genesis chapter, what we say? 26. And God came inside of you and rebirthed you and, reach and changed you. And we are new creations in him. Old things have passed away. We've been made the righteousness of God in him, the Bible says. It's, it doesn't look like it, but that's what happened. And back here in Genesis, you look at Isaac. It says in chapter 26, uh, verse 12. There's, that's where we are. It says of Isaac, Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year the land that's talking about there was in famine. Everybody else left town. Everybody left town. 
Isaac sowed in that land in famine and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And then look, verse 13, and the man waxed great and went forward. Oh, he didn't just stop there, y'all. Wouldn't it great be great to be great? But it says he went forward. Say, I'm going forward. <laughs> Are you going forward? And he went forward and grew until what? He became very great. How great? Well, he had possessions of flocks, possession of herds, great store of servants. Look, look, look. And the Philistines, what'd they do? They envied him. Not that they envied his possessions, because it was just sheep and, you know, all that. But they envied who he was. He had the life of excellence. His father was Abraham, walked with God. He had the life of excellence. You know what it says in Daniel? The book of Daniel talks about uh, uh, him. Daniel 6.3, it says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes. Why? Because an excellent spirit. Say it with me. An excellent spirit. He was preferred above the presidents and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him above the whole realm. You are bought with a price and not your own, and you have been made by the new birth with an excellent spirit inside of you. As Jesus is, so are you and I in the world right now. I have an excellent spirit inside of me. You have an excellent spirit inside of you. It's in there. Well, you know, it would help. It will help if you'll let it out. If you'll operate by that system versus the world system, it'll help. You got to work on it. Jesus was excellent. And excellence is not based on what you do because you'll have flare ups, you'll have moments of greatness and excellence where you put it on and you do it. But it's not what you do in a moment of time, but it's who you are coming out. It's who you are. Who are you? I'm a son of God. I didn't do it. I wouldn't have known to do it. I would have asked for less. I would have taken less. But he went ahead and said, upgrade him to son. Not a servant. Not even, Debbie and I were talking this morning, that in the Old Testament that God called his people servants. In the Gospels, the word talks about people that were not born again, but that were in the Gospel as the friend of God, friends of God. Well, I, I want to serve God. Would that make me a servant? Well, I want to be his friend. Would that make me a friend? I'd settle for either of those, just to be of God or with God. But he said, I was begotten from above. I'm a son of God. What would you do to deserve that? I don't even know. I, don't even, I can't even tell you. I, don't, I didn't do anything. I just received Jesus Christ. I just believed what the Word said, and, and I was refathered from above. I was born again. And an excellent spirit came inside of me, and it's in there now. Don't always act on it. Don't always operate from it. Don't always acknowledge it. Take the lower road, the lesser road, the harder way all the time. But it's there, just like the light switch. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. It's dark in here. Well, turn it on because it's already in there. What has God got to do for you and I? Nothing. Jesus did it at the cross. It is finished. We just got to turn it on. 
Amen. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 5. Whew, a little faster if you don't mind. That spirit of excellence is defined in the dictionary, and you know dictionaries are just dictionaries, but uh, it's defined as not just saying, well, we want it just right all the time. Keith Moore always says, and, and you know it's helped me a bunch to know this, he says if it's not quite, it's not right. Hold out for excellent. Don't settle. Don't marry. Don't marry. Wrong. <laughs> Don't work at the wrong place. We have testimonies in this church where people said, I'm not taking that job. They will make me work on Sundays, and I am a son of God, and we, we are holding out. You got to hold out. You got to hold out. Well, that company, they do a little of this and that, and they'll want you to do a little of this and that. Well, that's not me. I'm not working there. An excellent spirit. It's a, an excellence is not just what you do, but it's an expression of who you are. The dictionary says it's that elevation or dignity of soul which encounters danger and trouble with tranquility and firmness. I better read that again. It's that elevation or dignity of soul which encounters danger and trouble with tranquility and firmness, which raises the possessor above revenge. Take a note. And makes him delight in acts of benevolence. Delight. To be generous in forgiving an insult or injury. It's to be free from resentfulness or vindictiveness. Say, I'm free. You got it, boy. By faith, you are. Amen. It's to be high-minded and noble in soul. That's what the dictionary says about excellence, about magnanimity. In Matthew chapter five, look in verse thirteen. Jesus is speaking, and he's just come on the scene here. And in Matthew five, this is early in the Gospels, isn't it? So he's just coming on the scenes here. He's got his disciples lined up, and he's having to talk to them. And he's going to have to set things straight. He's going to have to give them the what we're going to do and how we're going to do it speech. He's going to have to lay it out because how many of y'all know religion will always tell you what God's all about and how he's going to do it? Well, this is what I think. Well, take a seat and shut up. We're going to wait on what God says. Amen? Amen. Because religion will tell you Jesus came to forgive sin. That's why he came. It doesn't say that. It says he came that we might have life. But that forgiveness of sin is in that life. But there's so much more. It's on the menu. Praise God. So it says in verse 13, ye are the salt of the earth. Jesus tells his disciples, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor... Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. Then verse 14, he says, ye are the light of the world. So here he, he, he's telling them again. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, meaning a basket, but on a candlestick, and it, the candle, giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. He's speaking to this. He said, we got to put on who we are, what I've made you, who God has put you in. They were the Jews. They were God's people. Are we God's people this morning? 
Are you God's people? Something's been put in you, and, and you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. But in Jesus' days, he came to the Jews. The Jews were God's people, but they were not the salt of the earth. They were not the light of the earth. The Romans were. The Romans had a, even though they didn't know God, didn't have a clue about God. They had their gods, but they didn't know God. Yet inside of them, they had an excellence about them. So much so that the, 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 the Anglo-Saxons and way back then, before them, let themselves be conquered by Rome because Rome had libraries and aqueducts and systems of roads and, and all this stuff. England just kind of said, okay, you win. Come over here and take over us because we want your system of excellence. We're clueless over here. It's been dark so long. We can't get up or sit down. And then later they kicked them out, but Rome was the excellence of the day. They were, everyone wanted to be a Roman. You read about Paul saying, you, is it lawful to whip a Roman? I'm, I'm, they had laws that were fair, and their jurisdictions were everywhere. And Jesus came to them and said, what is this about the Romans being excellent and God's people being inferior? The Jews were inferior. They thought wrong. They had no technology. They had nothing going on. They were, they were with God, but they didn't have God working in their lives. And Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. I'm going to give you a scripture this morning. It's in Ephesians. And it, it's one of those that you can't get around on your head. It's Ephesians chapter 3. You can't get around on your head. You've got to put this in because you'll say, that can't be true, but it's in the B-I-B-L-E. Chapter 3 of Ephesians. What does it say about us here in the church? What does it say? What does God think about the church? What has he done for us lately? It says in verse 9, well, we'll go back to verse 8. In verse 8 of chapter 3, it says, Paul says, and, and unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And then he says in verse 9, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, here it is, verse 10, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places, right here, might be known by the church, say the church, might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, who is the caretaker of the wisdom of God? It's the church. We are the people of God. We are the salt of the world. We are the light. It's been put in us. The manifold means multifaceted. The manifold wisdom of God is in the church. But does the church have the esteem of the world? Does everybody say, I want to be a Christian so I can get that wisdom, so I can be excellent, so I can get my needs met. I saw a Christian the other day, and they just carry themselves, and they just know things, and they just have a sense about their life, and their children are excellent, and their, their stuff works, and their life is in order. They're Christians. Or is it something else, like Jesus talked about to the Jews, saying, you are pitiful. You have the, the, the sin of the church, the sin of believers, is that we have the same goals, the same strategies, the same values, the same systems as the world. 
We just come into church and put a cross in the front and sanctify the building and sing some hymns and say, aren't we fine how we set ourselves above? But most churches elect their leaders and, and, and raise their money. Well, we're having a rummage sale Saturday. Y'all bring your stuff. They minister to the poor the same thing the way the world is. You go down to places that minister to the poor here in town, and it's trash. And I don't want to be ugly to anybody or anything, but I'm telling you, they don't treat the poor with dignity. they just like, it's good enough for you. My dad is, was in service for 20 years, and he knew, he told me, he said, what they say at work is, is the job we do is good enough for government work. Y'all ever heard that? Well, I'm telling you, the church has adopted it. Good enough for church. Yeah, we're going to bring our old pots and pans and our old silverware and our old stuff that we, our old TVs. We, we, we got new stuff at the house. We'll be bringing the old stuff by. And it's not what an excellent spirit does. It's not who we are. We have reflected the world. We want, you know, the old saying, you know, Lord, you keep the preacher humble and we'll keep him poor. So we've, been, we tr we've treated the man of God like you are a hireling. You'll go when we say go, and you'll come when we say come. And you'll preach what we say preach. And if we don't like it, you'll be in the room with us. That's not excellent. That's not where you say that the king decided to set, them, set him above all that he had. Daniel, we've got to put it on, and we have to put it on by faith. We've got to get our money right. Well, all those preachers want is your money. And there have been some that did. And all those preachers do, those televangelists do, is run off the secretary. And some of them did. And some of them did wrong. But I'm telling you, there's painters that did wrong. There's lawyers that did wrong. There's presidents that did wrong. There's people that did wrong. And there's been people in the ministry that did wrong, but it's not because they were preachers. It's because they're that they're people. And there's sin out there, and there's lust out there, and it's just you can't, just can't paint people. We've got to put it on because it's what the Word says we are. The manifold wisdom of God has been invested by Almighty God in the church. So it's precious and it's holy and it's what we look to to live our lives. Lord, I, I see what's inside of me. How would that look? How would I dress? How would I drive? How would I speak? What would I drink, and what would, I, what would my recreation look like? What would my kids do, and what would, what, where would we go? What would, who would we associate with? Where can we be seen, and where should we never be seen? Because we are the reflection of God. We alone are the salt of the, world, the, the earth and the light of the world. And Jesus said, you are. And so then in verse 16 of Matthew, he said, so let your light shine. What is he talking about? He said, it's inside of you. Don't put it under a bushel. Don't hide it. Let your light shine. Take the basket off. Put your excellent spirit on a candlestick and let the world see. We are the anointed ones. We are the ones with God alone. I'm telling you, the curse is dark. Sickness and disease are dark. Poverty and lack are dark. Men's wisdom and philosophies and entertainment are dark. Do you hear me? We have the light. We are the light. It's, he's in us. I'm a son of God. I expect, I expect Andrew to look like Eric and Anita. 
There's, he's the son of them. I expect the Cassius son to look like them. I expect me to act and look like my father. So we got to put it on. I'm not just in the world. Well, we're just people that gather up at a building on Sunday if we want to, when we want to, and how we want to. We just come dragging in and, you know, whatever. However, I'm talking about, yeah, you know, we could talk about the church. We could talk about clothing. We could talk about a whole bunch of stuff. It's not that you say you got to dress this way. It's got to be that you have a sense of who you are. And that changes what you do, how you speak, what you wear, what you smell like, what you, what you think about. When you have a sense of, I am a son of God. Instead of, well, we're just old sinners. We just happen to be saved by grace. We go to church and they don't. That's not, that's not it. That's the wrong picture. Y'all here this morning. Spirit of excellence inside of me. Not because I've been good. I tell you, I hadn't been that good. But he made me that, and therefore I have something now to be good. I have something to reflect. I, you wouldn't want a reflection of me, but now I'm in him and he's in me. You ought to get up under the light. You ought to, you ought to get a, a taste of that. Taste, the, the world's tasting Wicca and Mormonism and, and Jehovah Witnesses and atheism and, and uh, uh, agnostics and, and Hinduism. You know what they're all tasting? And they're going, well, this doesn't taste so bad. It's different. They ought to taste a Christian. They ought to taste the church and say, that is good. That is what we ought to be serving up all the time. That Christian stuff, those are potent people. And you know what? They're not afraid to say it. They're not afraid to say, that's sin. I wouldn't vote for that. That's wrong. It doesn't matter what color they are, what gender they are, what they, where they came from, what party they came from. What's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong, and we're the church, and we know the difference. And we got to be the church, y'all. It's not going to be different in the end days until we decide it's different. You got to put it on. You got to put on. You, he's put excellence in you. You got to put him on. It's not me, it's him in me. As he is, so am I in the world. I am the salt of the earth, I am the light of the world. I let my light shine. If you're under a bushel, we can't tell you from the world. We can't tell you from what's going on out there. We're not going to get under your light. We don't want to taste your salt, even though you have him in. We've got to put him on. Now, listen, I say this, and you just do, you do what you want, but if you don't have somebody ticked at you, torqued at you, burr under their saddle at you for what you believe, you just got to wonder... If you're putting out what you believe, you ought to have somebody that says, I just don't agree with those Chanel's and those Currington's. They're just crazy. They're just, what are, what are they doing over there raising their kids this way? And what are, you know, you ought to have someone in the world just say, I don't get those people. But if you, you got everybody saying, whoo, they're the finest people. I agree with everything they're doing. And they're, and they're lost. They're lost. They're, are y'all here? First Peter, we're going to quit with this one. Second Peter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this on you so many ways. You're bound to like one of them. Amen. Praise God. Second Peter, this, this is another scripture. You just go, I never knew that was in there. Now, some of y'all say, oh, yeah, I quote that all the time. But a bunch of you are just not telling the truth. It says in Second Peter chapter 
1, verse 17. Look, look, look. I'm going to show you who you are. Show you who you are. Show you who you are out of God's word. Not my opinion, not my estimation and my whatever. Verse 17 says, for he received, well, verse 16, we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty, for he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him. Where did it come from? Look, look, look. From the excellent glory. What is a name for God in the Bible? The excellent glory. We're to reflect his excellent glory. I'm telling you on your own, if you were a sinner, you have no glory to reflect. You are a, what they call in space a, a dark hole. or Is that what they call them? Dark hole. It just sucks everything around. You know, the sinners, it takes everything around them to, to sustain them. It, they take so much help and take so much whatever, but I'm telling you, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I mean, I need you and you need me, but in the sense of, of, of who I am in him, I am nuclear. I am powered up. I'm not waiting on anybody. I'm not, I'm not giving an excuse. You know, Keith, uh, Brother Copeland said this. Uh, no, Keith Moore said this. You've got to get your man of God straight. Pretty soon, if I say it enough, I'm just going to say as I always say. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, they said, you know, when you make an excuse... And when you blame someone, it simply means you're not in faith. Well, I'd have done it, but, you know, Miss Becky hindered me. She just didn't do her part, and therefore we just fell apart and couldn't do it. Well, that's just an excuse. I'm just not in faith. Well, if Garland would do right, well, then, you know, we'd have better and do better. But, you know, we just can't do nothing with Garland. That's just not right. That's just unbelief. It's just you're just not in faith. So let's get in faith. Let's decree and declare. This is who I am. And this is what I do, and this is what I have. That dream book, some of y'all are going like, I don't know about that, stuff like that. You know, right there it tells you, you just don't know who you are. You don't need more claim it, uh, 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 name it and claim it scriptures. You don't need, uh, you need to know who you are. You need to meditate, I am begotten of God. <laughs> you, you need to know, I am be as he is, oh, you, you, it just hurts you. It hurts your head to say this. As he is, so am I in the world, this world. Uh, my head is just, it's just, it's trying to cramp up. It's, try, it's trying to say, that can't be true because your head can't do it. It's just, it's just a little brain in there. It's just a, it, it can't do it. It's not made to do it until... The only thing that will change your head is if you renew it with God's Word. Because a feeling will never justify it. You'll never say, I feel like a son of God today. It'll never happen. You'll never have it on your own. You'll never say, you know, based on what I've done and what I've accomplished, I think I probably am a son of God. You'll never get it. You have to take it out of the Word. I am begotten of God. I have an excellent spirit inside of me. Hallelujah. You're having a good year this year, not because it's a good year. It's because you know it's a good year. And you know that you're called out. Well, you know, people die sometimes because it's, they, they almost died, because, but they didn't die because it just wasn't their time. 
It's your time to do something great for God, to be salty and to be bright. I can do that. Amen. Let's lift our hands to Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Oh, we glorify you, Lord. You are our Father from above. You are the light of our life, and you are the salt of our being. Lord, we praise you. Glory to God. My Father has begotten me from above. Hallelujah. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we praise you this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. It happened. It happened to me. Oh, it happened to me. It happened to us. Oh, thank you, Lord. I've been born again. I've been refathered from above. I am a child. I'm a son of God. Hallelujah. What are the limits? What are the borders? What can I not take hold of? I can do all things through Christ. All things through Christ. He is strengthening me. He is making the low places level and, and straight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And there is a life. There is my life. I have put it in you, so let that life shine. As you walk by faith, they that are sick, they that are oppressed, they that are demonized will see that life, and they will come to life by my life in you. Speak the word. Declare the truth. Be that salt and be that light, and you will see my kingdom enlarge. You will see the fullness of my plan unfold. Things will begin to happen as you are at the right place at the right time. And the failures of the past, though they say we should have a vote and we should have a say in the future, will be dismissed and will, f- and will fade away as the fullness of my glory is reflected out of you as you walk by faith in my word. So go forth, saith the Lord, and take hold of the victory that's been reserved in this hour. So as yea, I will open a door unto you Daily you will see my provision. Daily you will see my favor. Daily you will see the opportunities from heaven open unto you. Walk ye therein, that ye may so shine in this day, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, just let the old fall off. Hallelujah. Leanne, let the old fall off. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Lisa, let the old fall off. Oh, Gaduba Sharabasi. Hallelujah. Let's take hold of a new day, a new year. Let's just let's just believe God out of your spirit. 
and just make your head mad that it didn't get to vote, that it didn't get to say, that it didn't get to, it didn't get to, uh, uh, to, to put this into action, bypass that head and say, I'm going to go with the Spirit down here. Amen. Amen. Ooh, isn't that wonderful? Everything is turning out amazing. Come on, point to yourself and say it with me. Everything is turning out amazing. I'm talking to you, self. I'm talking to you about this year. I'm talking to you about finances. I'm talking to you about lumps and bumps and tumors and growths and pains. I'm talking to you about conditions and prognoses. Everything, everything is turning out amazing. I resist you. I tell you to get out of my life. Everything is turning out amazing for the son and daughter of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does anybody need prayer this morning? You say, I need prayer this morning. I, there's, a, there's a river flowing in here, and we just want to, you know, stick your ankle in it or stick your knee in it, whatever. Jump in. Amen. Anybody need prayer this morning? You say, I got to have prayer. Well, if you're good, everybody good? You have any, There's no way you don't have something. This is a miracle. Where? I'm just kidding. Hallelujah. Myron, you got that you got that ready? Come up here and talk to us. Y'all sit down. We're gonna Myron's gonna help us this morning. Or else. All right. Got me on? Okay. Uh say this stuff after me. You gotta say it, because if you don't say it, then you're not gonna believe it, because you're not gonna believe me, you're gonna believe you. Amen. All right. I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm at the right place at the right time. Two thousand twelve is the best year of my life. 2012 is the best year of my life. All right, listen to this. Spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. My future is in my heart and in my mouth. My future's in my heart and in my mouth. I will walk in God's bright future for me. I will walk in God's bright future for me. By speaking the right words. By speaking the right words. I'm calling those things that do not exist as though they are. I'm calling those things that do not exist as though they are. I maintain a constant confession of faith. I maintain a constant confession of faith. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will finish my course. I will finish my course. I obey God's word. I obey God's word. And I will see what God has promised. I will see what God has promised. Come to pass in my life. Come to pass in my life. Instead of sickness. Instead of sickness. I have health. I have health. Afflictions shall not rise a second time. Afflictions shall not rise a second time. Instead of shortage. Instead of shortage. I have wealth. I have wealth. I recover all. I recover all. I declare the word. I declare the word. And I live in line with, excuse me, I live in line with it. And I live in line with it. My church is growing. My church is growing. My church is glowing. My church is glowing. My church is flowing. My church is flowing. My church is sowing. My church is sowing. Amen. 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 Believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you're blessed. Go be a blessing. Praise God.